from Reductress. I'm Rachel Winitsky, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, you'll hear pieces read by George Salazar, Bowen Yang, and Chelsea Clark. We pitch some headlines that we hope will actually come true in real life. We get a few really creepy calls from Aubrey Plaza. And finally, we talk to a beautiful woman who won't shut up and take a fucking compliment. But first, let me introduce my incredible co-host for today, one of our wonderful Reductress staff writers, Ava Victor. Oh my God. Hi, Rachel. I love you. <laughs> Eva, hi. Good morning. You're fine. Thank you. So what is even up with you? You know, we work in the same office that we work back to back. So I literally haven't seen you in over a year. I know. It's so crazy. What's up? Um, well, not that much. My window did fly off. It's what? like window socket this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I found it just <laughs> sitting on my bed. It flew off because of the crazy storm. Yeah, there was a crazy storm. My window flew off. It was just totally exposed air. My room was an icicle. That's really horrifying. Thanks. Also, I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> I love you in a hat. And you too, because you're also I'm wearing also a wearing hat. I'm also wearing a hat. Surprise, listeners. Imagine us both wearing hats. <laughs> I have had a really big uh, week this week, actually. Oh. Um, as always, uh, I've been considering getting a tattoo. Of what? Just like a little tattoo, I think, like maybe on my wrist or something. Oh. I don't want to say of what, though, because I want it to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, I'm also waiting for Quantico to return. Sure. Ava, do you want to tell us what's trending on Reductress this week? Yeah, it would be my pleasure. Okay, here is what is trending on Reductress this week. These women were bullied as kids, and you can kind of understand why. Friend who has been sufficiently flattered wants to know how you're doing. Is it love, or does he occasionally allow you to complete a thought? And I never thought I'd find love, and I didn't. It's so beautiful to see someone truly live out their dreams and then die alone. I know. It's like goals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, in local news, newly discovered pages from Anne Frank's diary reveal she was a horse girl. Butterfly gets a sorority girl tattooed on her lower back. And it would be so much easier to be a lesbian, says tired and correct straight friend. Ugh, I say that all the time. And my husband's always like, sorry, what did you say? And I'm always like, oh, I said beautiful day out today, governor, isn't it? And then he's like, oh, okay, cool. That's what I thought. Anyway, so we've all heard the old wives tale that if you feed a man pineapple, his cum will taste better. But is it true? Here to read, my boyfriend ate nothing but pineapple for a week and now his dick is covered in bees, is George Salazar. We've all heard the eons old sex lore that says ingesting large quantities of pineapple will make a man's cum taste sweeter. Well, I could use a little more fruit in my diet, so I put this myth to the test by feeding my boyfriend Dan an all pineapple diet for seven straight days. It backfired, miserably, because now every bee in Brooklyn is thirsting for the sweet nectar of my boyfriend's otherwise mediocre penis. That's right, his dick is literally covered in bees right now. Dan's dick is currently so smothered in yellow jackets that I can barely even see it. I, I can't go down on him without swallowing at least four bees, and that's a conservative estimate. I've been stung on the roof of my mouth upwards of a dozen times, but that's love, I guess. We thought this would be a fun way to add a little tropical pizzazz to our lovemaking. Now I'm not sure where this full-fledged beehive ends and his ballsack begins. 
The queen bee has made her home at the base of his cock, so venturing past mid-shaft is a definite no-go. Dan is starting to genuinely worry about his reproductive future, and you know what? I can't blame him. Also, we can't go anywhere in public without Dan incessantly swatting at his crotch, even though I tell him to be calm or they will sting him. It's embarrassing for sure, but even more problematic is how much it angers the bees. The swarm of angry bees has ruined countless parties ever since we began dabbling with pineapple. What can I say? Spring has sprung. And after consuming five pounds of pre-cut pineapple, Dan's dick is the sweetest flower on the eastern seaboard. But this all began as a way to make BJ's a tad more manageable. Now Dan and I are waist deep in a sexual assault lawsuit with our local pest control company. Apparently, they don't have a system in place for freeing human genitalia from the clutches of a rapidly growing and possibly mutating bee colony. It's things like this that really remind you what's important in life. Like having a boyfriend with a dick that isn't covered in bees. I don't know. If I've learned anything from this situation, it's this. Don't believe everything the magazines tell you about sex. More often than not, you'll end up in a makeshift hazmat suit, batting your lover's junk with a broom until you can at least get a glimpse of it. Um, this is our current form of sex, which at this point is doing it for me, but it surely can't last. So trust me. Your boyfriend's jizz tastes fine just the way it is. Appreciate what you have. And for the love of God, do not anger the bees. Wow. A cautionary tale. That piece was written by Grace Perry. And of course, thanks again to George Salazar for reading. George is an actor and literally gorgeous singer who has been on, if you can believe it, Broadway and television. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at, at George Salazar. So, a couple weeks ago, we ran a piece on Reductress.com titled, Ladybird Fans Are Begging to See More of the Fictional Sacramento Universe. It was written by Grace Perry, and we all had a good laugh at the idea. But here's the thing. Greta Gerwig heard us and just announced that she wants to make four more movies set in Sacramento, which means that our piece came true. Anyway, since the universe is finally listening to us at Reductress, we decided to come up with some more headlines we hope to manifest. Um, so one headline that I'm really hoping comes true is Reductress gets office with window. We need it, gosh. Can you imagine? Some light. Um, another idea is Oprah becomes friends with staff of Reductress. Ooh, I hope the universe is listening. It's really important for us to be friends with Oprah. Soon. Uh, how about Reductress drinks enough water? <laughs> that would be the day. <laughs> how about Reductress finds out the leak in the ceiling isn't poop? Oh my God, I really hope that piece comes true because we do have a leak in our office and every day I become more and more convinced that it is poop. <laughs> I know it's poop. <sighs> okay, here's a headline I hope comes true. Reductress gets free CBD oil from the guy they work next to in a co-working space. That's actually the closest one right now. I feel now. like that could come true and almost has multiple times. Uh, the last one, Reductress gets invited to Priyanka Chopra's house for an intimate dinner and game night. Oh my God. All I want to do is get together with Priyanka and play games. With her dog. With her dog, Diana. Diana. <laughs> well, here's hoping all of those come true. And Greta, we're fine with you taking your idea, but please ask first next time. 
All right, for everyone hungering for another piece, here's Chelsea Clark reading How to Tell If Your Bridesmaids Are Fucking Snitches. How to make sure none of your bridesmaids are fucking snitches. In the weeks, months, or years leading up to your special day, you're going to need to get serious with your bridal party. Even with the most casual weddings, every bride needs to let her rage out on her maid of honor every now and then. How do you make sure that none of these ladies leak your emails, voicemails, or blood-soaked handwritten notes to the media? You have to weed out the snitches. First things first, send out an email like this. To my lovely bridesmaids, congratulations. I'm so happy to let you know you will all be a huge part of my... And then you'd insert your fiancé's name there. It's probably Gabe. And my special day... Me and my maid of honor will be sending out emails in the near future to coordinate pre-wedding festivities. To get the ball rolling, I'd like each of you to carve my future monogram into your forearm. And then send me a picture as proof. This is a win-win situation. They'll either cut your initials into their arms, which would be great, or they whine and you cut them out of the wedding. They weren't your friends anyway. Fast forward to your bachelorette party. Another great opportunity to sniff out snitches. Plan a fun magic mic night at the local male strip club. But don't tell the girls that. Tell them you're going to steal money from a church late at night, and whoever doesn't show is definitely a little bitch and probably a snitch. The wedding shower is a special time for you and your bridesmaids to connect. Gifts will range from thoughtful household items for your new married life to sexy underthings for your wedding night. Still worried about one of your maids? After you thank her for the gift she got you, Ask her if instead you could have something she treasures, like her locket her mom gave her before she died. Did she give it to you? Great. Now say you're going to melt it down and make a toe ring to wear on your honeymoon, and then we'll see where she stands. Hopefully, with all these tests, you'll have at least one girl left who's submissive bridesmaid material. Now you can have the wedding you've always dreamed of. Sit back, relax, and have your lone remaining bridesmaid, probably Kelsey, take care of the rest of the hard wedding-related tasks. From picking up people to the airport, to stenciling your silhouette onto 300 mason jars, to straight up paying for your wedding, you can count on her not to snitch. But if she does, kill her. Kill that bridesmaid. And she's definitely not invited to your next wedding. Thanks again to Chelsea Clark, who also wrote that piece. You can see Chelsea on The Curfew at UCB Hell's Kitchen Saturdays at 7.30 or find her on Twitter at at Chelsea Clark. Okay, so at Reductress, we get a lot of unsolicited calls and emails from people who want to write with us. And while we appreciate the enthusiasm, we just can't take on everyone who's interested. But one woman will not stop calling us and leaving us these insane messages. So we thought it would be fun to play a couple of her totally nuts voicemails for you today. Um, Her name is Aubrey Plaza. And apparently she's an actor, but we haven't heard of her because she's not on Quantico. Anyway, here's one of her voicemails. Hi, this is Aubrey Plaza. I'm calling for, I don't know what your names are, whoever the editors of Reductress Magazine are. I'm assuming it's at least two of you, and I'm, I don't know if, you, did you guys get my email? Because I probably sent about six emails in the past two weeks suggesting that you give me my own column, and uh, I haven't heard shit back, and I just don't understand why you don't want to give me a column in your magazine where I can do fucking spells on people. 
Oh my God, what? <laughs> I know, she's like totally obsessed with us. Did you respond? No, because she's clearly insane. But then like a week later, she left us this other voicemail. Listen. <gasps> Aubrey. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now we're all super cursed. Oh, no, really? Yeah. The curse makes it so that we're now physically incapable of splitting a bill at brunch. Like, not even on Venmo. Like, one person just has to pick up the whole thing and it sucks. Oh, that's awful. I fucking know. Now, the wage gap is a huge issue facing our country today, and it's not just affecting human women. Our final piece for this week is hopefully an educational one. Here to read, I'm sick of being paid less because I'm a teacup pig, is Bowen Yang. Did you know that white women earn 82 cents for every dollar a white man earns, while black and Hispanic women earn only 65 and 58 cents on the dollar, respectively? Do you know that a teacup pig earns as little as zero cents for every dollar a man earns? I bet you didn't, because I am a teacup pig, and nobody ever bothers to fucking ask how I feel about the wage gap. While great strides have been made in workplace equality, it's still hard to earn what you deserve if you are not a straight, white, cis man. Honestly, I am sick and tired of being paid less than men just because I am a six-week-old micropig who lives on a farm upstate, wears tiny hats, and sleeps indoors— The thing the world needs to realize is that every time a man reaches soaring levels of success, there is a hardworking woman of color doing the same job for less money, while I'm just wearing this tiny hat for literally no money at all. Some people claim the wage gap is a myth, blaming it on women's choice to have children, which completely ignores the many social forces at play that cause some groups to earn more than others. As a teacup pig who is not expected to grow any taller than 14 inches, reproduction just isn't in the cards. Yet I'm still earning 100% less than men? Call me crazy, but I'm wearing a tiny pair of red rain boots and I'm fed up with this bullshit. Aside from the structural forces that cause women to earn less, women are less likely to ask for what they deserve, while men are more likely to apply to positions for which they are underqualified. As an adorable teacup pig who is often wheeled around in a wagon or forced to take baths in a kitchen sink, I too understand the discomfort that comes with asking for what you deserve. That's something I'm working on personally, but doesn't take away from the fact that there is a man out there who was brazen enough to ask for the corner office and six weeks vacation while I'm still sitting here at a tiny picnic table licking the tiniest ice cream cone. It's time for the world to wake up and realize that while Joe Privilege might be making six figures in his white-collar job, I am way down here, making far less than any of you. And please look down when you're walking, or you will step on me. Wow, I really hope something's done soon to close the wage gap between white men and teacup pigs, because this shit is honestly fucked. That piece was written by Lara Mulcahy and read by Boniang. Bowen is a writer for Vulture and host of the podcast Las Culturistas. You can find him on Twitter at at Bowen Yang. Well, that's all the news for this week. But before we go, here at Reductress, we love to celebrate inspiring women. And perhaps no one is more inspiring than Lola Stevens, a beautiful woman who literally will not shut the fuck up and take a compliment. I sat down with her earlier this week. 
Lola, thanks so much for coming by. You look amazing, by the way. <laughs> Liar. Oh, my God. No, I don't. I got, like, no sleep. I'm exhausted. I'm not wearing any makeup. Ew. That's so sweet of you, though. <laughs> I love that you're modest, but actually... You do look great. <laughs> oh, my God. Legally, you have to stop. You are too nice. I look like dog shit. <laughs> okay. Have you ever considered just, like, shutting the fuck up and taking a compliment? What? You look incredible, you dumb bitch. Oh, my God. No, I'm trash. Put me in a garbage can. Set it on fire because I'm literal actual trash. I don't know. Like, if you think you're actual trash, then why don't you just shut the fuck up and say thank you for once in your fucking life? Wow. I'm sorry. I just feel awkward taking a compliment because my face is symmetrical and I've never had a pimple. <laughs> okay, bitch. Calm down. You're beautiful. <laughs> what? Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Just fucking take the compliment, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh my God, what? Me? You're joking. <laughs> Seriously, say thank you or get the fuck out of my studio, you dumb, beautiful bitch. Wow, okay. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll say it. Um. Thank you. I do think I'm beautiful. Wow. wow. It's like she's so fucking full of herself. Right? Ugh. Well, that's really it for today. Thanks for spending a minute with us. If you have another minute, visit us at reductress.com for more incredible content, including four yoga pants to squeeze your big jiggly ass into, plunging pendant necklaces that are just going to wobble back and forth on your boobs all day, and woof, this woman's mom keeps trying to marry her off to a mean lord. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you again to our amazing readers, George Salazar, Bone Yang, and Chelsea Clark, and our writers, Laura Mulcahy, Grace Perry, and yep, Chelsea Clark. And of course, to the inspiring Lola Stevens, played by Mitra Juhari. And if Aubrey Plaza calls you, do not pick up. She will curse you. Bye. 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 I'm going to do bye. Okay, ready? One, yeah. two, three. Bye. bye.